You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Welcome to the first episode of the Back Row Jets Show, where we talk about everything Jets. I'm Tom Tuttle, and alongside me, with with me right now, is John Eddie Jr. Um, I'm a huge Jets fan, and I'm super excited to, to talk everything Jets. I mean, this is going to be great. Uh, there's nothing better than talking about your favorite team, and I, I can't wait to get into this for the rest of the year, the rest of how, however long we do this, because this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and with me is John Eddie Jr., who is also my co-host on Fantasy Fuel. Um, how are you doing, John? I am doing amazing. I am, I am anticipatory with what you have to bring <laughs> to the table for the Jets. And like you said, if you don't know us, we are from the Fantasy Fuel podcast. FantasyFuelPodcast.com. Go check us out. Um, obviously, go check out the Back Row Fantasy Show as well as we are part of their network with all 32 teams. So if you are not a fan of the Jets, there's somebody else doing your team out there. So yes. go ahead and check them out. But without further ado, lead us to the promised land for gangrene. <laughs> the, the best way to get to the promised land for gangrene is... Stop going for defensive tackles in the draft and stop trying to get all this defensive player. We, our defense is fine, okay? We don't need to get there. Uh, it, there's some question marks on the defense. I get that. The main thing we need is offense. And w- what's the biggest part of the offense? Well, the offensive line. The biggest part it, last year was not the offensive line. <laughs> no, that's the biggest part you need yes. is the offensive line. And that's the problem we're going to have. So today we're going to focus on the offensive line completely because – the Jets, that's what we need. We cannot win unless we have a better. They were terrible. One of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line in the league last year. So that's what we're going to talk about talk about today. And we're going to go through the tackles and the centers and the guards. And we're going to get through every free agent that is available or we think could be available. We're going to get that. And we're going to talk about it tonight. All right. Who's up first? Well, we're going to start with the tackles. Okay, well, first of all, Trent Williams is out there. We could try to trade for him, and I think it's going to be costly, though. That's the problem I'm going to have with him. He's getting older, too, so it's kind of, man, do you really want to go for somebody who's getting older, and it's going to cost you a lot? But what have I been, I've been saying this for years. Yes, we need <laughs> we need a great offensive line, and it starts with great offensive linemen, and he is really really good. So I don't have a problem if the Jets want to go there, but I'm a little scared of the price. But I'm extremely optimistic for the future if the Jets do that. Well, the thing with Trent Williams is he is one of the best tackles out there that is yep. available to be had. The Jets have what about fifty million in salary cap space right now, so they can afford <laughs> him. But it's not just the money; 
because they'd have to trade for him. So what do they need to give up? Last year it seemed like maybe right. he could have been gotten for a first-round pick. Maybe. I don't know that he'll command quite a first-round pick going into this season. He's had a year off. Does that mean he's fresh? Does that mean he's rusty? Uh, so maybe a second-round pick or a combination of picks swapped back and forth could get it. But then again, you'd have to pay a lot of money for Trent Williams because he is going to command one of the highest prices at tackle yep. this year. And of all the tackles that we're actually going to talk about today, he's probably the most talented. So I would love to have him, but will it be the best situation for the Jets? I don't think it will be because there's some other guys I want to talk about, and we'll get to that right now. All right. So let, let's go to Anthony Costanzo. Anthony Costanzo. Um, yeah, the problem here is he is going to turn 32 in camp, and he's never made a Pro Bowl, so he's a free agent. We'll see what happens there with him. I, I'm not particularly any one way or the other with him. If we get him, that's actually an upgrade. A anybody in the free agency right now is probably <laughs> yes, going to be an upgrade for the true. Jets offensive line. <laughs> but he's been at least consistent. Uh, and he's been available, which is a, extremely important. He's he's played 128 games out of the last 136, so he's he's there. And sometimes that's what you need. You just you can't have forward injury. You can't afford injuries at all when it comes to the offensive line because you, once you start getting hurt, offensive linemen, it's a bad bad cycle, and you cannot recover from that. The Jets need somebody to be consistent, like Costanzo is. Yeah, Frank Reich loves him. Uh, he yeah. said, we think he had an unbelievable year. I think he is the best left tackle in the league. I really do. That might be pushing it. Since he's <laughs> never made an all-pro, like you said, it's kind of right. hard to consider him the best left tackle in the league. But again, he would be an upgrade for that miserable Jets offensive line from last year. But I have yes. a feeling he's going to want to stay in Indy where he's been for what nine ten years now possible very possible but yep he who knows uh frank Reich loves him and that might not be enough for him to want to stay i don't know what his feelings are on where indy's going they have jacoby Brissett, but they're linked to possibly getting philip rivers so what are they doing on offense yeah. are they making a run for it marlon mack is good but he isn't really uh, the guy there. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll see something in a team like the Jets with yes. a great young quarterback, a great defense, a great, a, a Pro Bowl running back. He wasn't a Pro Bowl running back last year, but that's because he couldn't make any headway through that offensive <laughs> line. We watched games together last year. Le'Veon mm -hmm. Bell could not go anywhere. It was too three yards if he was lucky on some of those plays, and that's after taking the ball three yards deep in the backfield and doing everything in his power to get those positive two or three yards. So if he could just have a little help, he might get right yeah. back to the old Le'Veon Bell. And that's the thing with Le'Veon. He's one of the most back, patient back in the league. I mean, he, he needs to have some kind of crease to just make something happen. But there was no creases for him to make something happen last year. None. The offensive line was just absolutely horrendous in all facets. Darnold was running around like a crazy person. <laughs> it, and it just it never worked. So that's why we're talking about offensive line. I would like to move on to Brian Bulaga, another tackle that it will likely be uh, 
a free agent. I don't know. I, the problem is he's getting kind of old too. A lot of these guys are getting up there in age, and it's going to be some time before before you want to. Well, it's not be some time. They've had some time, and you want to just make sure you don't get stuck with somebody on a long contract that can't fill up to the potential that you want them to be. So, I mean, he missed 2013 and 11 games in 2017 to, due to knee injuries. But all of the 16 games last year he played and the one playoff game that they had as well. So that's at least heading in the right direction. Um, I, I don't mind Bulaga, but again, I just like to see them get somebody a little younger. And if that's going to be anybody, it could be the draft. I'm fine with that. But I wouldn't particularly want to go old unless it was a short contract. And I'm just not sure what's going to happen with that. Well, from what I'm reading about Balaga, yes, he turns 31. Yes, he's had a little bit of an injured past, Mm -hmm. which is basically going to minimize the type of contract he can get, which would be perfect for the Jets. It probably would be at max a three-year deal, and it would probably be something that they can get out of after year one or two, and it it wouldn't blow the top off the market. And again... Obviously, it's an upgrade to that horrible offensive <laughs> line. I'm gonna keep saying it. Uh, oh, my every goodness. everybody. I mean, you could put almost anybody out there and it'd be an upgrade, or at least a, a level playing field. The same person that we had last year is the same guy we had that this year. Yes. But now let's go on to somebody who I think is a little bit younger and maybe somebody who's going to demand quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And Jack Conklin, he turns 26. So in, in training camp. Now, that's younger, and I think that will give you a better chance of looking to the future. Um, and he started all 16 games uh, in the three of his last four seasons. And pro focus, pro football focus assigned Conklin a 78 grade in 2019, and he earned one of their top run back run blocking grades in all of football. To me, that's huge. And who did he you block talk- for last year? What's that? And who did he block for last year? Yeah, the Titans. Derrick yeah. Henry. Derrick Henry, had one big of the time. biggest stretches. He started all 19 games last year because, remember, they played three playoff games, and he led Derrick Henry to the promised land. And hopefully, that's who I would love to see the Jets sign. Yes, oh, he's absolutely. young, but they do they have the cap space for this guy. If they can woo him somehow, I think it would be a perfect fit. Yeah, I'm probably pulling for him to get there over all these guys, even even uh, Williams, because I'm just honestly this guy just makes more sense for the Jets. If we're not going to do any of these guys, though. Please address it in the draft because (laughs) we cannot continue going down the path of not having a good offensive line. And you've said it before. (sighs) You've said it a million times, maybe not as many times on our fantasy show, but you would like to see the Jets just draft a whole bunch of offensive line. (laughs) Just make a whole year. We We got seven picks, seven offensive linemen. Let's do it. I mean, honestly, that, that might be what it, what we need at this point. We have five offensive linemen, and only one of them is good enough to be a starter at this point. And that one guy is Brian Winters. <laughs> he's That's he's a it. guard, and he's really I like him. He's not superb, but he's good enough. <laughs> we need more than he just stood Winters out at the guard position as the best player in a pile of trash. 
<laughs> so we don't know exactly what that means going into 2020 here. I'm fine with I'm fine with Winters fine. being on the team. I'm good with him. But we need more at the guard position e- either way. So let's go on to the guard position. Uh, Joe Tooney, I think, unless the Patriots franchise tag him, which I'm not sure is going to happen, uh, he'll be a free agent. And he's been protecting Tom Brady for, well, he's been protecting him pretty well for four years now. Yes. He's young. And we've all seen how much time Brady has in the pocket. Now it's getting a little worse throughout the years, but um, I think I think Tooney may have maybe the right guy for the Jets. I honestly, this is another one that makes sense. He's young. We need him. Let's get him. <laughs> let's, let's just do this. I'm so sick of just waiting around for offensive linemen. Yeah, there, there's no point. I mean, if you think your window is now as a Jets fan, you've got to be hoping that they go out and get a good tackle, get a good guard, draft a couple of guys, and just hope that it all comes together in the next year or two. Because, again, that window with a superstar quarterback on a rookie contract, if he, if Darnold can just take that step forward, get some protection to see what he's really capable of, because... I believe this last year was kind of a lost year for Sam Darnold, starting off with the mono. And yeah. he just he had to dig himself out of that hole. He had no time. His playmakers were not consistent. You know, we all love Robbie Anderson. That guy is fun to watch. But will he <laughs> even be back this year? That's another guy that we have yeah. to wonder if he's going to re-sign or they just don't have the money for it. Maybe they address it. There's a ton of wide receivers in this draft. We've talked about that on the Fantasy Fuel podcast. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of guys, and they don't have to do it in the first round. They don't even have to do it in the second round. I believe they have, the Jets have two third-round picks. So there's there's options there with mm-hmm. going in another direction, but they need to focus on offensive line. Um, <laughs> it's just so bad. And if we don't, if we don't go after Tooney and we don't end up getting him, there's another guy I wouldn't mind having, and that is Stefan Wisniewski, if I'm saying that correctly. Close um, enough. It's close enough. Uh, he's had nine seasons now, so he's getting up there in age. So this would be something that would be like a temporary kind of thing, but he's actually been pretty good. He's been with the Raiders, the Jaguars, the Eagles, and last, last year for the Chiefs. And obviously they won the Super Bowl. And I believe he was the starter for the Eagles when they won the Super you Bowl. You are correct. So – this guy has actually got some pedigree under him. I actually really like that. That's why I wanted to talk about him. Um, but he's started only 26 games under for the last four seasons, which is a little bit concerning, um, especially now that he's getting older. It's one of them things that if, if we can have him for a temporary type of deal, I wouldn't mind it, but I, we're going to need something to back him up. And maybe that's where we go into the draft and maybe draft one of these guys and have them learn the position and get in the NFL experience. And then maybe once Stefan gets out of the picture, we can have somebody else step up in that role. So that's kind of where I'm at with the guards. Well, Wisniewski is fairly versatile too. Uh, He's played a little bit of center here and there so he can fill in if something were to happen. Uh, it's a weird journey for Stefan Wisniewski because you said it. He won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He filled in when things fell apart for the offensive line and the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Then he got cut 
by the Eagles after winning a Super Bowl with them. He got cut in preseason, and he didn't know if he was going to find another team again. Well, eventually he wound up on the Chiefs and did very well through their last stretch. Uh, I believe he started um, at the end of the season through the Super Bowl. He was a big part of their playoff run. So he definitely can come through, right. but is he the answer? Again, if if the Jets think they have a window of the next couple of years and they have a real shot, if the Patriots go downhill like we all hope they will, <laughs> now is the time to strike. So they've got to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he could fill in that center position if we don't end up getting the center that we want or need. Um, so I, I'd be okay with that. But again, he has to stay healthy if we end up getting him. But uh, that kind of leads me into the center position. We can talk about one center that I see is available in free agency. Um, but he's kind of not available at the same time because right. the, Bron- the Broncos have still some interest in, in, in getting uh, Connor McGovern back. Um, but if they don't, um, I see him fitting with the Jets really nicely. We need a center that can control the offensive line. He's basically the quarterback of the offensive line. And from what I've seen out of him uh, last year and the year prior, I, I think he's done well with that. And I don't have any problem with him being on the Jets' offensive line. I, he's he's actually pretty good. Um, I'd be perfectly fine with him this year. And I, I don't know how – again, we need to address it not just in the free agency – but in the draft as well, because we can't continue to just get free agencies, free agent, free agent, free agent. That's going to put us in a hole. We got to go out and get these guys in the draft. I'm afraid that we're not going to do that because I know how the Jets are. I know how they think, <laughs> and I think they're going to be like, oh, well, we should probably get another defensive tackle. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, like, need more defensive no. linemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best thing about McGovern here is, again, he's versatile. He's played at guard and center. The problem with this is if more teams think of him as a guard, his price tag is going to get higher. If more teams think of him as a center, he's going to be more affordable, and that would be a perfect situation for the Jets. If they can get one of these big names and McGovern to take a little bit of a discount or maybe the market isn't as strong because there's a lot of guards out there, he, he might have to take a little bit less than maybe he's worth. So that would be the optimal situation if they could get him on the center salary and not the guard salary. Right. And that's going to do it for the offensive lineman. Now, I just want to say something because I'm, I'm getting hyped up. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, do we have that hype bump or no? Oh, of course we do. Okay, we let's always do that. have the hype bump. Mm, mm, that's beautiful. Oh, that gives me goosebumps. Every time I hear that, just like, I want to go to a game right now. Yes. <laughs> Get me the there. Football season, please. <laughs> but all in all, I think the Jets obviously need to focus on the offensive line. And if we can actually shore that offensive line up, get that to where it needs to be. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it needs to be a lot better than it was this last year. Let's remember the Jets were 7-9. and nine. And as Darnold, under the quarterback, under center, he got seven wins. He didn't play three games, so he was 7-6. and six. He was a, a winning quarterback this year. 
if we can sure up that offensive line and have somebody who can lead a team with a terrible offensive line and not great wide receivers, if we can have him with a better offensive line, this could be huge for us. That is, the key here is give him protection, give him time to find the man down the field and give Le'Veon Bell some, some little tiny holes. That's all he needs. Le'Veon Bell is good enough. You don't need to give him huge holes. If you give him huge holes, though, it's going to be tremendous. That's why we need to show up the offensive line. We could really, really do something this year if we can do that. Please listen to me, New York Jets. <laughs> do the offensive line this year. Like, I've been shouting for years. We need it. It's not always been this bad, but you've made all these decisions to get it to this point. Now you have to fix it. Please do that. They fix it. We need some more weapons. We yes. got to find some weapons. There's yep. a few in there, but I don't think it's exactly what Darnold needs. And no, no, I agree. By weapons, I'm not talking about the ones that Quinn and Williams has on his person. <laughs> um, so that's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Obviously, he's got all the talent in the world. He's not going to be a stat monster. Uh, but he can plug the holes up, and, and we saw it last year. Even though the Jets were 7-9, and nine, they were great against the run, especially after Darnold came back. And that that's going to yeah. be huge if you can force a lot of three and outs, then the offense can get out there and do their thing, which could lead to a good fantasy season, and people might actually start drafting Jets again when it comes to mm. fantasy football. Wouldn't that be amazing? You'd have to fight for somebody, and <laughs> you wouldn't just automatically get whatever Jet you wanted because nobody else wants them. Yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> definitely something I would not be looking forward to, but I would be very happy to do that because if that means the Jets are going to be successful, I'll sacrifice my fantasy team all day to get the Jets back to the playoffs. Trust me on that. I don't care about my fantasy team if the Jets can make it to the playoffs. Now, I, I say I don't care. I do care, but I want both. Can I get just get both, please? <laughs> I think we need to work on one, and then eventually you can ask for both. But, um, so let me ask you this. Okay. All things considered, if they improve the offensive line, they get the right draft picks, they look good, but still go somewhere in that eight and eight range. Mm. What's up with Adam Gase? Well, he should be out the door already. I mean, I honestly don't think he's good enough. He doesn't it, last year. Darnold had to go up to him and say, I, this isn't working. We need to do something else. And some of that's on Darnold, but he's still young, so I'm giving him a pass. But Darnold needs to, he should have done it earlier and said, hey, we got to change this up. So last year, he said, Adam Gase, this isn't going to work. We need to do what I feel comfortable with. I don't feel completely comfortable with all this. And he was timid. He didn't go out there and tell it to him. Give him that the Jets started turning around and they had a really good end of the season. But Adam Gase just to me is not good enough. If they go eight and eight and they, we do all this stuff to get the team to be much better. Uh, he's out the door. I don't see any way you can keep him next year. If we don't have a winning season or maybe even to make the playoffs, maybe we'll go nine and seven, but miss the playoffs. I don't know. 
But Adam Gase to me is not good enough. I've, I've seen enough of his googly eyes to make me. <laughs> I was <laughs> wondering when that was going to get brought up. I, I, I've just, seen enough of that to uh, where he's like following creepy. a fly around with his eyes. <laughs> what are you doing, man? I mean, he just looks like a crazy person. How, how can you manage a football team when you look like that? Well, I mean, you have to be able to multitask, but I don't think that means being able to look in two different directions at the same time, <laughs> something like that. I mean, yeah, we were hoping when we heard Adam Gase was coming here that he would be instrumental in the development of Sam Darnold, but it doesn't feel like he is giving Sam what he needs, and he's not, you said it, when Sam went to him and he said, hey, we need to change some things up because I'm more comfortable doing this, and I think we have a better shot if we tailor the offense to these specific strengths. Yep. And it worked. I mean, that Cowboys game was amazing. I, I have some bumps that I want to <laughs> set up for that one. I've got a Stephen A. Smith bump from right after that mm. Cowboys game that he is just laughing forever. And uh, it, it was it was pretty nice to hear that it seemed like – there was momentum, and then we'd get our hopes up, and then something would happen, and we'd be wondering, what is going on? And, and yeah. then there would be signs again, and then all of a sudden, we're seeing ghosts, and we're like, this yeah, is that's really bad, oh yep. my god, what is going on? And then he looked really good again, so we need mm -hmm. some consistency, and obviously that stems from what? offensive line play offensive it line was that terrible is... last year it needs to get better going into 2020 and if that happens i see a lot of success in the new york jets future absolutely and i think that will probably do it for us for this first episode of the back road jets show thank you for joining us and I appreciate it. I, I hope you come back next week. Again, there's all sorts of uh, back row of teams. You can do the Packers. You got the Patriots if you really want to do the Patriots. Mm, Please don't do that. Mm, don't do that. No, no. <laughs> if you're a Patriots fan, go ahead and listen to the Patriots thing. That's fine. But you know, all of them are going to be coming up soon. I don't think we got every team on the network yet. But. It's coming soon, so please, if you have a team that's your favorite team and for some reason you're listening to the Jets podcast, <laughs> then go ahead and, and listen to the other ones. Yep. Thank you. All that, and don't forget to check out the Back Row Fantasy Show. Obviously, yes. they're the uh, guiding force between this 32-team network we're doing, and course don't forget to check out fantasyfuelpodcast.com you can search our fantasy football podcast anywhere you can find them just type in those good words fantasy fuel and uh don't forget 